Hey guys, thanks for listening to another great episode. Uh, uh, this one actually did escape uh, my notes when I saw this, but even so, I was surprised that I didn't even talk about it even more. So the film is Everything Everywhere All at Once, and this is definitely something that was totally new for me, but this is actually more of a rewarded uh, movie that I've seen. And here, here's the thing. Um, disclaimer, because this film does carry a lot of flashing and moving images that uh for the eye to see uh it's a little of the process so for those who are very sensitive to flash images and lights and strobes and all that uh do do watch this in a well-lit area as well as a well-known uh area where you would not be all you know discombobulated or later on have a seizure so that's a bit of a disclaimer for you uh before watching this film now, to approach on this film, uh, we are introduced with Michelle Yao's character, who is a uh, mom and a local laundry owner who's doing her taxes. And sure enough, that when she does like every single thing by the book, she's noticing that, that there's this weird thing happening, right? So she noticed that uh, her husband is like some sort of talented uh, martial artist, and then uh, her father uh is just like this old ancient uh traditional guy and then of course her daughter is well the unexplained variable and the reason why i'm saying it like this because well this film has the daughter being gay and being a lesbian which i have no problem with that this is the storyline where i'm seeing that when you're not introduced enough into you know, a, a lifestyle. Um, this is the person who they are, who they became, and to have her daughter's friend be known as her friend and not her girlfriend, it, it kind of looks, you know, kind of awkward and weird for the other uh, other person who's old and traditional. Like they, that, you're assuming that they're old, they're fragile, that, that their old ways is how they're remembering life. Which, in reality, it's kind of true uh, for some old traditional people, but even so, uh, it was, like, an understatement to let her daughter be herself, but put up this mask of who she's not. And and it's very weird throughout the film with that part, but the point of the film is is that in many lives, in in any world... uh, in any universe uh you are a different person in each one you're uh you're a famous chef you are a martial artist you are a board spinner you are a pizza maker you are anything and everything and how this film depicts on michelle Zia's character is that she does have this ability to do do this whole transversal uh change in herself but at the same time it is incredibly different because it is something that is not normal to her but even so uh this film does depicts of her character going through life realizing that she's being a target for something um which is later to be something else entirely and then it turns out that her daughter uh was this person who's coming after her because it 
she has this ability to change reality. It's like, okay, it's like having a superpower of Wanda, changing your aspect of your reality to fit her reality, and then realizing that her reality is totally, like, not sync with yours, and that you have the same ability as her, where you could change into any different aspect of yourself or your other selves into whatever you need to be. But that's being said. Also, the cast alone is star-studded. I mean, there, of course, there's Michelle Yao, and for those who don't know her work, um, the uh, House of the Flying Daggers, I believe, or the Dragon, uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. She also starred with a few of J- Jackie Chan films uh, back in the day. I think one of them is Rumble and Blocks. Which I think it's comical. I think it's cute. I think there was also Super Cop too. So it it, it was still a, a good moment with Michelle Yeoh, especially when she starred in Shang Chi as the aunt uh, in that film, which is still uh, awesome. It's like good representation. And speaking of representation, uh, an actor who has not uh, been seen, so to speak, in a long while, which is uh, K. Hyun Kwan. And the reason why it's kind of hard uh, for me to pronounce this is because I rarely speak of this guy's name. And the only time we ever saw him was he uh, did uh, Goonies. He was Data. Uh, he did one of the Indiana Jones. He was Short Round. And uh, most recently, he realized that there was so much representation of the Asian culture that he did start in a short, but... Uh, this feature, Everything Everywhere All at Once, is this crowning achievement of returning back to uh, the film industry with representation of, and I'm going to quote this too, of the Asian persuasion. Uh, of course, we have uh, Jennifer uh, Steele or Stahl? Jennifer Stahl, and her credits are uh, among a few. Uh, this one really was kind of hard to track down because she is a comedian and she did dated Chris Evans one time but uh, at the same time she also starred in Venom as a scientist she starred in uh, Chipmunk Wreck or Chip Wreck uh, which is a Alvin and Chipmunk film and she plays this uh, this, this uh, explorer who is a little delusional, but even so, uh, her acting style is cute, and her being a uh, doll walker in this film, it's, it's already cute and funny as it is. Um, there, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis uh, plays the tax person in many variations of herself, but uh, her depiction of her character was, yes, she is this lonely business person who understands something, but doesn't quite understand it herself until later and the wonderful and honorable James Hung uh, the reason why I'm saying honorable is because I had the chance and the pleasure of meeting this gentleman uh, before uh, his uh, starring role uh, of the walk- uh, on the walk- uh, the star walk of fame which he is uh, not only honored to have put his name on there, but there's many, many film credits of him that I am proudly 
honoring the save that I've seen and I enjoyed his work as well as him being noticeable a lot of people. Uh, definitely the assist in Mulan, the animated, uh, being of uh, being of the Emperor's uh, assistant on the battlefield. Uh, of course, uh, the father of Kung Fu Panda, uh, uh, the noodle shop owner, uh, I totally forgot his name, do forgive me. Uh, Lo Pen from Big Trouble in Little China. And for those who may not know, and this is only his cameo in the Wayne's World franchise, he was Tia Carrera's father uh, in the movie. Or Range World 2. Now, if that's her, if that's already funny, uh, <laughs> I for one believe that this is so cute in many desi- designs that is happening. So it's it is something that I'm looking forward to uh, watching uh, more of Mr. Hong's latest and greatest work. So of course, yeah. Uh, getting back to the film, which. Again, this film was a lot to digest, but even so, um, this film really depicts something deeper uh, that I kind of had to read between the lines of this one because it kind of like driven home a little bit for me. And I could be wrong, but it could. This film represents many different things, and how to describe it, it's kind of hard because we're we're doing a lot of multiversal jumps here. Uh, with this one character, but even so, um, representation of this episodic uh, uh, episodic journey is that it's a callback or a call to a daughter trying to explain to her mother uh, who she is behind the mask, that her mother allows the mask to be a front. And it won't be until her mother realizing that the mask that she placed on her child, she placed on herself, re- realizing that there was something that she hidden herself on, knowing that there's a way to fix things and a way to understand things. And it only takes her daughter to like kind of snap her out of this kind of ideal rut. And which brings us to the mother finally understanding the daughter and the daughter even though she doesn't want anything to do with her mother allows her mother to explore the idea of how she is to how they are and this in its own self it was already like a somewhat subtextual letter inside the story that literally see she's seeing what her daughter is doing but even so her daughter is also involving her transitional grandfather understanding that things are changed things are new and he's accepting because it's something that he never knew that uh, any of his bloodline or his relatives uh, became this like new individual and he's enjoying knowing that his line or his lineage is not only changing for the better, but at the same time, it's changing towards where the whole thing can be survivable, could be, you know, changed to their perspective. His he knew 
he knew his generation is kind of long and gone. He's no longer this uh, traditional grandfather, if you will, knowing that hey, this is uh, this is how it is now, and for that I will have to live with that, knowing that my generation is good. So yeah, uh, just like many other filmmakers uh, out there, to describe this uh, in subtextual. Uh, it's hard. You you really have to really lead on reading the lines and all that. But even so, uh, what do I do with this film? I would say yes. I would say yes on renting. I would say yes on buying the f- on the film because this film has a lot of representation of not only the Asian culture but more like a lifestyle culture that provide us seeing. What it is right here where we're looking at, and it is definitely not bizarre, but also not weird at the same time. And even so, um, I believe that the directors who had this together, they, they assumed that it was going to be a hard thing. No, it's actually an easy thought process and a thought design of how to design the direction, the style, the editing of this film. Uh, which yes, I feel like it should have taken them like maybe four or five years, just to even get majority of the shots done. I, I feel like it takes about two years to not only get different shots, different looks, and different you know scenes in there, but at the same time, like how the editing goes, how the texture is, how to add all this stuff in there to. Be the film that it is, which is an amazing film, and I would say yes, this is the film that you can see over and over and over, because I know it's probably already out of theaters uh, and already in digital, and digital is more <laughs> a little bit better than uh, theaters for the time being. But still, I would highly recommend to watch this. So, anyways, uh, that's how I'm gonna end the episode. I do thank you for listening to another great episode. Uh, I do appreciate you guys listening. Yes, there will be more episodes on the way. I'm still working on them.、Uh, at the same time, working on other things as well.、Uh, do bear with me.、Uh, there is things I'm working on personally. So, I do greatly appreciate you listening as well as keeping me、uh, brought up on how I am in my、uh, channel. As always,、uh, be good out there. Be safe. And as always, till then. Hey guys,、um, I know that you guys are listening to my cast, so I'm actually more than just on、uh, Apple. Surprisingly, I think I'm also on Spotify as well as Anchor dot dot FM itself. Also, I am on Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, and Public Radio. Just come over and onto、uh, the Anchor website for me on、uh, www.anchor.fm/edcast20. That is www.anchor.fm. Forward slash Edcast twenty. 
yeah, just uh, shoot me an email or uh, keep listening to uh, more of my episodes uh, as I try my best to keep popping them up. Until then, thanks for listening.